The number one SEO tool that I recommend to clients is also the one that I know they're never going to actually want to do, right? blogs. Look, even if you are a seasoned writer, sitting down to hammer out a thousand words or so can feel, well, frankly, overwhelming. Unless you really love the blinking cursor. Uh, By the way, I do, but that doesn't mean it makes it easy all of the time. Now, if you want to make blog writing a better habit and improve your website and your search rankings, then there is a new tool on the market that you've probably heard a lot about, ChatGPT. Now I know, I am a bit of a curation purist. Why am I talking about ChatGPT? Well, frankly, because I recognize that it can be a tool to help you write on a schedule and create higher quality content without having to go hire someone to do it for you. Now, especially if you're in the DIY part of your business growth, ChatGPT could be an easy solution for you. Let me just preface this by saying that it is a tool. You don't want it to do the work for you. Now today, I am breaking down how you can add this one to your own personal arsenal to make your life a little bit easier. You're listening to the Captain Coder Podcast. Each week, I take you through actionable strategies that can help you grow your online business. I'm your host, Marisa Vanskyver, aka Captain Coder. Just a few disclosures before we get started today. I have been playing with ChatGPT for a few weeks, and I've even used it for some brainstorming to help on client projects. I want to point out that this technology is not only still relatively new, it's only as good as the people who wrote its code. Now, while ChatGPT is going out to the internet and compiling answers back, it's not perfect. In fact, while researching for a client blog post the other day, it was returning answers that were not uh, factually accurate. Uh, You want to use this to start your blog writing process, not to write the entire blog for you and call it a day. Look, it is also just down a lot and requires you to refresh it a lot. So it is far from perfect, but that doesn't mean that it can't be a fun tool to play with. So listen, even chat chat GPT, how many times am I going to mess that up in today's podcast episode, um, knows its limitation uh, just for fun. So we're going to go through a few responses that chat GPT gave me in our episode today, just so you can kind of see. Now, I decided to pose this question to chat GPT. How can I use chat GPT to write a blog post? Now, its response was this. Using ChatGPT to write a blog post is a great idea. Here are some steps to get started. Decide on a topic for your blog blog post. You can choose any topic that interests you or that you think would be valuable to your readers. Use the prompts feature of ChatGPT to generate ideas and content for your blog post. Uh, Once you have some ideas for your blog post, use the text generation feature of ChatGPT to write the content. You can start with a sentence or a paragraph and then use ChatGPT to generate additional text that expands on your ideas and provides more details. As you write your blog post using ChatGPT, be sure to edit and revise the content to ensure that it is well written and engaging. You can use the output from ChatGPT as a starting point, 
but you will likely need to make some adjustments to ensure that the content is appropriate for your audience. Finally, format and publish your blog post content using your preferred blog post blogging platform. Be sure to give credit to ChatBTT, ChatGPT if you used its content in your post. Get to that in a second. Now remember that ChatGPT is a powerful tool for generating ideas and content, but it should not replace your own creativity and expertise. Use ChatGPT as a starting point, but be sure to add your own insights and perspectives to make your blog post unique and valuable to your readers. Okay, end of the ChatGPT response. Now, did you notice that it not only recommends that you use ChatGPT in a few different ways to write your blog post, but then it closes it by telling you not to replace your own creativity and expertise, and the fact that it says if you use ChatGPT content, that you need to actually give ChatGPT credit in your post. Okay, listen, you guys, the fact that you have to provide copyright credit back to an AI tool is something that I could literally do an entire podcast about the absurdity of, because let's be real, all of these AI tools work by basically skimming the internet, reframing the content, and, uh, you know, using copyrighted material to generate it in the first place. So that's great. But I really do appreciate that it recommends that you don't just pull the blog post and use it as your blog post. That is because what is going to work to bring your customers to you based off of your blog post isn't the perfect SEO article. It is your unique human factor. People want to work with people. The only way to show off your unique value and personality is by showing up online. Now, ChatGPT is great to get you started, but think of it like a slightly different Google. It's going to give you some answers and suggestions, unlike Google without credit to the original authors, which again, sore point, but it's certainly not going to replace your human touch. Now, one of the best ways to use ChatGPT, at least in my experience over the last few weeks, is really honestly just to start generating ideas. The responses you get will be better when the questions you ask are more targeted, but just start asking it questions. Now, you can start with something as simple as, what are four blog topic ideas for a bookkeeper? Now this returned four topic ideas and even some sub point you can use. So again, opening up, so this is ChatGPT's response. Number one, five common bookkeeping mistakes and how to avoid them. This topic could cover common errors that bookkeepers make, such as overlooking expenses or misclassifying transactions and provide tips on how to avoid them. Number two, the importance of bookkeeping for small businesses. This topic could explore the benefits of bookkeeping for small business owners, such as helping with tax preparation and providing insights into cash flow and profitability. Number three, 
Understanding Financial Statements, a Guide for Non-Accountants. Now, this topic could provide an overview of financial statements and explain how they can be used to make informed business decisions. The post could also include tips for interpreting financial statements. Number four, how to choose the right accounting software for your business. This topic could provide guidance on selecting accounting software that is suitable for a particular business based on factors such as size, industry, and budget. The post could also provide a, compar a comparison of popular accounting software options. So end of chat GPT's response. Now you could literally stop there, take these four topics, and start writing. Now listen, what I find stops most of my clients isn't the writing itself, but trying to get that first idea to start the rest of your ideas flowing. So I usually recommend starting with your frequently asked questions or something that came up in a recent client interaction. ChatGPT can be an excellent tool to kind of break out of your own head and get you started. Now, if you need more assistance and you need more of a structure to get you really flowing, then you can ask ChatGPT some follow-up questions once you've kind of started using it as a brainstorming tool. Now, you can ask about one of the topics to drill down and get some more concrete inspiration. Now, while again, you don't exactly want to take exactly what ChatGPT gives you and just copy and paste it, you can even ask it to write it in a certain tone of voice too. This can be really good if you just are really struggling with writing in general, um, or you're just having an off day, but you know you gotta get this done. Now for our experiment and for today's episode, I told ChatGPT to write a blog post on the five most common bookmaking, bookkeeping mistakes in a warm, warm tone. Now I'm not gonna read the whole um, returned post. You can go to today's episode uh, blog to read that. That's at cappedcoder.com forward slash 34. But I'm just going to read a little bit of what it came back with. Now, it opens with, as a bookkeeper, it's essential to keep accurate records to ensure the financial health of your business. Unfortunately, even the most seasoned bookkeepers can make mistakes, and that can lead to inaccurate data, delayed financial reporting, and costly errors. Now, here are five common bookkeeping mistakes and how to avoid them. And then it gives you failing to reconcile accounts, mixing personal and business transactions, forgetting to record transactions, misclassifying transactions, and not backing up your data. Then it closes with, in conclusion, <laughs> avoid these common bookkeeping mistakes, will help you keep accurate records and ensure the financial health of your business. Okay, so I, uh, by following these tips, you can avoid costly errors and make informed business decisions. Now listen, end of chat GPT response here. Um, this post isn't bad and it's definitely a good starting point, but okay, first things first, have you ever read great writing that ended with an in conclusion? I mean, it just reads like a really bad term paper. Um, and what do you feel like any of this is, you know, wrong or what is it missing? So you can take this, open up your Google doc, start editing. Now, the first thing I would tell you to do was, would be to, beef up the introduction. This particular introduction was written to other bookkeepers. 
Um, I find it very uh, rare that as a bookkeeper, you're going to be talking to other bookkeepers. So instead, you want to put this back and frame it back into what your customer is going to need, whether you help other service providers or you help restaurants or you're helping um, people who create, you know, online courses or whomever your, you know, perfect client is, you want to beef up that introduction and connect it back to why your own personal customers might actually care about the blog post to begin with. And then you want to go through and edit and add your own nuances. Now, if you have a service, for instance, that you offer that can match one of these five mistakes, you want to talk about it. You can even bring in some real world examples into your writing to showcase how you've helped other customers solve that exact same problem and how they got a benefit from it. Now, you're helping people with your services is how you're going to get new clients. Showing how you've helped real people in the real world is going to be far more impactful than anything ChatGPT can throw your way. Now, there is a lot that goes into writing a good blog post that gets readers coming back for more. But the key here is to help you get some consistency. ChatGPT is not going to solve all of your issues and it cannot write blogs for you. But it can help make this easier because look, when your audience knows when to come back and look for another blog, they're far more likely to keep coming back to look. Dropping a new post every week, twice a week, or even just once a month will do far more for your long-term business success than you've probably even given it much thought. So do you want people to share your business and services with the world? Blogging is one of the best ways to get people to do that. I mean, really think about it. When was the last time you shared a good services page? But that blog post you found through Pinterest and loved? Oh, I bet you hit repin on that. Use tools like ChatGPT to make your life easier. And then when you're ready to have an even more human touch and some marketing strategy behind your blogging, let's talk. Thank you all for tuning in to our show this week. To catch more Captain Coder, you can subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast app. Now, if you have any questions or you want to learn more about digital marketing and how it can help grow your online business, follow us on Instagram at Captain Coder or visit us online at captcoder.com. Can't wait to talk to you all again next week.